0: I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun. But most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz, but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great, but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash rtg. That's harrys.com slash rtg for a $3 trial set. Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. Uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I will sit down and we'll geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming back. If it's your first time, welcome. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Uh This week, episode 31 for February 6th, 2019. Uh My pal Mark McHugh is back and we dip into the world of PC gaming. And this might be... Straight up, the only PC episode I ever do of this show because I don't really play PC games, Uh, so you PC master racers better enjoy this while you can. That said, uh, I did play this one. This week, my buddy Mark and I are talking Roller Coaster Tycoon, the original. I know there's like 50 of them now, and they're on all the different platforms, and I think we dip into the other ones a little bit. Like We recorded this episode about two months ago, Um, so... Full disclosure, I don't entirely remember everything we talked about, but it's roller coaster tycoon. Um, I love simulation games like this. I like business games, you know, like sim city and and this style of game. And and Roller Coaster Tycoon was the fucking cat's ass. There's my swears. I lasted what, a minute ten. Um Roller Coaster Tycoon is awesome. They're some of the best simulation strategy business games out there. At least they were when they started. I know in recent years they've kind of lost their way a little bit but hopefully they get back to it i think they're coming to switch soon which would be fucking awesome if they're the real games um but anyway so that's what we're talking about this week before we get there you guys know i gotta ramble for a few minutes just to fill some time uh we have a website if you've never been there check us out Remember the com. Traffic is up. I appreciate all the views. Uh, I keep saying I'm going to start posting blogs there soon. I really am. I just, I've been on the road a lot for the last week or two with comedy. And, uh, I guess it's not really an excuse cause I sit in a hotel room on my computer and do nothing, but I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to get to the blogs, uh, soon and start talking about that stuff. Uh, we're also on, on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at member the game. Uh, so if you've are on those things follow us we follow back uh, instagram is probably more active than twitter but we'd like to see you on either one that'd be really really cool and uh we have some cool episodes coming up if you guys enjoyed any of the previous 30 episodes before this one uh thank you if you've left us a good review thank you if you haven't left us a review and you like the podcast please do i like to try to read them on here um That would be really cool of you guys. And we have some great episodes coming up. Like I said, I got a ton in the bank. We have games all the way from the NES era right up through to the GameCube coming up. And there will also be a bonus episode this week. A special special treat uh, episode will be going up probably Friday sometime. Uh, I got to catch up with my nephew Ben a little while ago. Uh, Ben is 12. Uh, I think Ben, if you're older than 12, I'm sorry. I think he's 12 and uh and we just talked about modern gaming so this one's not gonna this is a little bit of a different episode ben's been on before he was on about episode 10 we talked about the mario party series and uh we just sat down and talked it was it was kind of cool to catch up between an older gamer and a younger gamer and just talk about some of the games he's playing and what gaming is like for kids today like it was you know as opposed to what it was like when i was ben's age you know playing super nintendo back in the 90s like an old man that i am uh we talked Fortnite. we talked smash brothers ultimate uh like i said special episode it's gonna be a bonus treat i should have that one up on friday so you guys are getting two episodes this week um and that's what's going on with our episodes like i said just lots of great games coming up it's tricky i find that the 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 download traffic sometimes it fluctuates based on the popularity of the game that we're talking about which is you know to be expected uh the grand theft auto episode from last week skyrocketed and became our most downloaded episode after about five days so, you know, there's a market for Grand... Who would have thought it, eh? There's a market for Grand Theft Auto. You know, but that said, if I just burn all the big popular games in the first 50 episodes, then I'm going to be out of stuff to talk about by about episode 60. Um, and this is about games that I've, I played growing up. So it's, you know, I, I really, I'm really i really happy with the episodes we have coming up. They're not all giant cult classics. or I guess they're not a cult classic if they're giants. Boy, I'm good at this, eh? Anyway, there's lots of episodes... Just listen to them. We'd really appreciate it. And check out the one I have coming up with Ben on Friday. Um, as far as what's going on in gaming right now, the uh, only thing I really wanted to talk about is, if you haven't seen it, uh, Xbox Live is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And they haven't released a ton of details yet. I mean, I as a, a Switch gamer primarily, I am uh, I'm excited for this because Xbox Live, for my money, is the best online interface in console gaming. You know, Um It would be phenomenal if it came with fucking voice chat that we didn't have to do through our phone, like you have to do on the Nintendo Switch. But I don't think the Switch is equipped to handle that. Um, That just said, like clean up that interface. You know, I would love to see some Xbox games come over to like oh, give us Cuphead. Cuphead on the Switch would be phenomenal. Um, I'm excited. It's it's cool. It's cool to see two big giants like this teaming up. I. I think there's certainly an argument to be made that uh, the two of them are looking at Sony sitting over there on their pile of money on their throne, you know, as the basically the undisputed game, king of, of console gaming and wondering if maybe an alliance is needed to take them down. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. It's exciting for me as a, as a single console owner uh, to think that maybe I'd have access to stuff from two consoles on my single Nintendo Switch is really rad, so... I mean, it's, it's really exciting because there's a lot of possibilities, right? Maybe if Nintendo and Microsoft are friends now, uh, Microsoft is, will give Nintendo access to some rare titles and some rare franchises again, primarily Banjo-Kazooie. I think everybody wants to see Banjo on Switch, and Banjo-Kazooie would be a perfect fit for uh, Smash Brothers as well, and I still, I, I think that's coming. I would almost be willing to bet money that that's coming. Banjo is coming, and I think Crash Bandicoot is coming to Smash, but uh, that's pretty exciting, and uh, it's just good for Xbox because, I mean, the Xbox 360 was killer. I would put the 360 probably my three favorite consoles of all time. Definitely my favorite non-Nintendo console of all time. And uh, the Xbox One was kind of a misstep. You know, they it's, it's funny because the original Xbox uh, couldn't touch the PS2. And then the Xbox 360 fed the PS3 as lunch for a long time because Sony kind of made a mistake. And then with this past gen, the PS4 just kicked Xbox's ass. So uh, maybe Xbox is seeing Nintendo, seeing how Nintendo's blowing up and thinking like maybe... You know, two brains are better than one. So we'll see how it goes. But it's exciting news. As far as what I've been playing over the last seven days, I finished Spider-Man on the PS4. Shout out to my pal Chris for lending me his PlayStation so I could get through that. Pretty fun game. Some of the side quests got a little old, but the main story was awesome. The controls are pretty rad. Spider-Man translates well into video games. He should, at least anyways. You know, it doesn't always, but he should. And I'm pretty excited for the sequel to that that is inevitably coming at some point. So I finished that. I'm still playing Smash Bros. Still trudging through a, a replay or a first play a first complete playthrough of metroid from the nes uh which is just i mean super metroid is a masterpiece the original metroid is fun but it is vicious like i don't know if i'll ever finish it but i'm trying um and i'm kind of dipping my toe into octopath traveler which is an rpg on the switch if you've never heard of it I, I haven't really gotten that far and yeah it seems cool um it's basically my whole backlog and my pal Chris pointed out that some people in gaming are doing something called four in February where you delete four games or finish four games from your backlog in the month of February, and uh, I think it's a pretty rad idea for people that are doing it. I kind of eliminated a backlog a little while ago when I switched to just have when I switched to switch when I got rid of my other consoles and just went to the Nintendo Switch. I don't try to I try not to, to stockpile games and just buy them when they're on sale anymore. And I just find I enjoy it more when I've got a huge backlog of games sitting there. It almost feels like work sometimes, you know, and I can't just sit down and enjoy playing. So. Uh, if you've got a backlog, apparent February is a good month to get rid of some games. There's not a ton of big releases this month. Get her done, and uh, I don't know. Just don't let your backlog ruin your enjoyment of the hobby. You know, just play what you want to play. If you don't want to play it, don't force yourself to It's That's when it doesn't. It's not fun anymore. You know, uh, like I did with fucking Crash Three. But anyway that's backlogs that's what i've been playing that's games that's my thoughts i've rambled long enough i'm gonna shut the fuck up and get to this week's episode uh like i said you guys this week my pal mark and i are going to talk about roller coaster tycoon for the pc i guess it came to xbox i know it's on like some mobile stuff now uh primarily on the original one i adore this game this game originally released in north america on march 31st 1999 so it's 20 year anniversary its birthday is coming up in about a month um I think a lot of people have played this game if i'm dipping into the pc world it's probably not the first game that pc gamers would prefer but it's the only one i know so i'm trying to throw you guys a bone here i hope you guys enjoy it that said i'm gonna cue the music uh <laughs> it's not the best music in this one Rollercoaster the uh, roller coaster tycoon doesn't have the most fucking adrenaline pumping soundtrack of all time but the game is rad i hope you guys enjoy this talk uh thank you for listening and i'm gonna shut up And sit down with my buddy Mark and look back at Roller Coaster Tycoon for the P-fucking-C. Here we go. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. um, Lightning strikes the transmitter. Doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone. And it's devastating. Which is why you need backup. Literally in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com slash RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's it's pretty sweet. And not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work, they can back up unlimited versions of your work. So it's like a rewind button. Realize you screwed something up an hour ago? Just rewind an hour, go find an old version of it, and you're just like that. You're done. You're back to the races. It's awesome. Time is money. Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out CrashPlan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG. Back up better with CrashPlan. Uh, is winter, which means it's video game season. I mean, all year is is video game season, but when it's like 30 below, there's nothing else to do but sit inside and play video games. It's the time where
1: like I'd be inside playing video games anyway. Right. But at this time, it can be like, "Well, I can't go outside, Kenny V." It's yeah.
0: <laughs> we I can't imagine he's listening, but I we don't have, think so. We either. have the, we have this buddy. He's a comedian from around Edmonton. He's an older guy, and he's always yelling at me and Mark to go outside. I'm like, "Well, now it's too cold, so fuck off, Kenny yeah. V." We're sitting inside playing video games, and uh, and when we're not playing video games, we're talking video games. And so this week, this we are going to venture into the world of PC. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, this is. I'm not usually a big PC gamer, but this is the one, dude. I was literally this is the
0: game. I was literally just gonna say, I don't think there's another PC game I could do this about. Just no, this me neither. It's the only PC game I've ever bought. Like it's the only PC game I've ever
1: sank like hundreds of hours. Yeah, into. yeah, right.
0: And uh you as you will already know from the intro and the music and the title of this week's episode and the picture and everything, the game we were talking about. His roller coaster Tycoon for the PC. I guess it's out on just about everything now, but initially it's, PC.
1: It's out on the Switch in a few weeks. I know, buddy. That's the best.
0: I bought it on my phone. but it's, it's
1: not the same on the phone. Like, the touch version is like, oh, you want real life money from me. I
0: see what yeah. you're getting at. It doesn't work at all. It sucks. Uh, but this game, so, like, do you... Okay, I'll ask you. Do you like this genre as a whole? Like, the simulation tycoon business? I like the
1: tycoon games. Like, I really liked... The first one I ever played was, like dinosaur tycoon that's what i was gonna in school dino park tycoon yeah, dino park yeah. tycoon where it was basically like jurassic park but yes. like
0: i could do one of these episodes about that game i love that game that so i never much. under.
1: i remember trying to
0: figure out how
1: to buy the electric fence and i could never do it so my <laughs> dinosaurs kept getting out and i swear to god like the major thing i remember about that game is the auctioneer always sounded like he was saying fingernail fun I don't remember that. Like part. the auctioneer, I, I he was like finna 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 finna
0: So for <laughs> everyone to know, this episode's no longer about roller coaster tycoon. We're shifting right to di- no. <laughs> I, dude, yes, I played that game so much in school as a kid. Yeah, and like then,
1: school is the only place I've ever seen that game. Yeah, like I, I don't know if anyone owned that game.
0: If you look on my computer right now, there are Google searches of me trying to find it for MacBook so I could download it. i my computer. I can't find it. It's not even on Steam. I can't find it anywhere so oh if you're listening to this and you know where i can download dino park tycoon on a macbook please i'll give you a free episode you can come on the show we'll talk about anything you want i don't even care it's a video game i want <laughs> dino park tycoon uh i like i built a board game of that game to play at home with my brother where i would just randomly give him money like i made all this green construction paper money in there like i like so yes that's really creative Holy, though that's the best that you played that game too like ah so then uh same thing. I like these types of games. Like it started with and Dino like, Park. And
1: then like Sim City is always
0: a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Like well, the only one I ever played was the Super Nintendo one. Oh, really? Yeah, but I love that game. Like I I would I need to do one of the episode about that game. Did you play the Super Nintendo one? Yeah. With like so was so you played on PC too then? I played it like I played it a
1: little bit like I had a version on Windows 95. Whatever the version of on Windows 95 was. Okay. That was the Sim City I played on computer.
0: Was it the same as the Super Nintendo one with like the residential squares and the commercial squares and stuff? Yeah, you know? I,
1: vaguely, I can't really remember. Okay. All right. I remember the Super Nintendo one better.
0: Okay. Cuz it's funny, yeah, like cuz I played that too. I played the Super Nintendo one. I played Dino Park. I tried to get into a few other of these types of games and just for whatever reason, they didn't quite grab me, you know? Yeah. And then with Roller Coaster, I don't even remember... Like, when I go to post this episode, I'm going to have to YouTube it. I don't remember if I saw, like, a TV commercial or if I saw in a I, gaming magazine. I
1: don't even remember the TV commercial. I just remember seeing... I think it was a commercial for the game going like, holy shit, I want that. Yeah. And then like saving my allowance and yeah. going to get it. Likewise. And it came in like the big red box that folded out. Yeah. Yeah. The giant
0: box. Yeah. I went, same thing. I went and bought it. And then I had never bought a PC game before. And I brought it home and I didn't even know if our computer would play it. Like our home PC. I had no idea. You know, like, cause it was like, I mean, if you're a young person, listen, I don't think any young people listen to this. I think it's all old people like me and you, but like especially back in the day not everyone had a good computer like some of those home computers were fucking
1: yeah again we had a windows 95 yeah but it managed to play this like yeah the first one came out and i think it was like what
0: 97 98 something it was like, like late that. 90s yeah because i remember being in like grade 9 grade 10 somewhere in there when i got it yeah um same thing i don't remember how i saw it but i remember seeing something and being like that looks awesome and then getting it bringing it home and uh it was
1: just as awesome as you thought as it looked it was like it was gonna be it was like,
0: rad it was like so one of the first criticisms i have of it and it's one of the things i wrote it's sweet that you mentioned i wrote dino park tycoon down to bring up dino park i love that oh game.
1: seriously oh god i love that game
0: uh roller coasters. um <laughs> one of the one of the big criticisms i have of it it's one of the first things i noticed right away uh and i might be mistaken but i'm not i don't think so is that there was no sandbox mode like, you had to go into a scenario, play a scenario, but then after you finished this, like, that first scenario was Forest Frontiers or something. Yeah. And then after you finished it, you could just, that's where, like, that's where I built my biggest part. I just stayed on that and just built my part. I only played three or four scenarios ever. Did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon 2? Uh, not, like, the, not, I, I bought some of the DLC, like, the the add-on pa- expansion packs for the original. Mm-hmm. I never played, like, the sequel to it, The though.
1: sequel was basically the same. Like, no sandbox mode. I think... i don't remember off the top of my head if there was a sandbox mode but i definitely remember like i i remember never running out of like space was never an issue no
0: not at all no it was like and that's what it's like i finished the first because like because like it's not a game review we don't have to go into the details but like for anyone that's played it you know like when you turn it on you get to pick like scenarios and then they would say like excuse me in one year you have to get X amount of people into the park and make so much money or yeah. get a park rating of this or whatever, you know? And, uh, and it was cool, but, like, the first one especially was very easy to do. It was mostly... It's like any other video game. The first level is a tutorial level just to teach it, you know... If, unless, you know you're, unless you're the fucking worst businessman ever, your park will make these goals. thing the is, like,
1: level. when I play this game, I never play, like... Like, I'll play the scenario and, like, hope to win, but it's never the end goal for me. No. Like, I wouldn't play a scenario to the end and then quit, then go to the next no. scenario. same
0: thing. Like I say, I only ever tried to... Like, that first park was my favorite, and, like, if my... I don't know if my brother's gonna listen to this, but, like, I built the greatest theme park of all. Like, I spent years building a park on that court, like, on the first level, just tweaking and, like, tearing it down and building it back. I hit a point, and I'm... I'm 90% sure about this. Where I couldn't, it wouldn't let me build any more rides. It said I had hit the limit for how many rides you could build. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I had more money. It just said, so I had to tear old rides down to build new. Like, it said I couldn't buy any more items. I had to tear something down to build something. I had no idea
1: you could get that. I didn't either.
0: I was pissed because I I had all these, like, I remember how you could buy more land to, like, expand it. I had bought this, like, extra plot. I had this huge plan and, like, I was going to expand it. And then it said I couldn't build anymore. So then I ended up tearing down. Like a dozen rides to build these huge roller coasters to fill space. Like it was so, but same thing. I don't, the scenarios were irrelevant. You just wanted to play, the, and that's why. Again, my criticism is like, why not just have a sandbox mode, like or There's, not even a sandbox mode. Like it's, I don't want infinite supplies, but just like a, just a, like a free, like just a play. Yeah, just
1: give us like a big empty. St- space sure, just, and let us do whatever yeah, we want
0: like just pick like do you want to do you want to build like in the desert the water the the forest or whatever and then just give it your like sim city like you yeah. just get an empty map and you get 20 grand or whatever to start with and just go yeah but i don't know why it couldn't have been like that i don't i remember
1: totally playing it like that i don't remember yeah. if it was in the first or the second one but some one of those i think had a mode oh, like okay. that
0: wow well, Regardless, the scenarios were dumb. You just you just got through them to play the to yeah. build a park. So.
1: Yeah, I never was like, Oh, I finished this scenario, now on to the next scenario. It was like, no, I'm emotionally invested in this park right. now.
0: Right? And you are. It's like, dude, you start and like for that first like when i say the first year i mean like the first hour of the game or whatever yeah. like that first year to your park is open it's kind of like whatever you do the basic stuff you build a path up the middle put some rides and put some food stands You've maybe. Got like yeah. you got like
1: a foods court like yeah got like a one or two roller coasters right and like some kiddie rides yeah
0: like enough to kind of start making some money right mm-hmm. but then when you start making some money like when that the more that game opens up and you start remember you had to pump money into research Yes. to open up more rides so off this tart you could only build like three or four different things and then you kept pumping in money to research and you could open up more and more rides
1: yeah that was awesome my favorite thing about this game was the social experiments you could do on people oh yes i the my first park that i ever built i found one guy and i took him and I put them like in a cage.
0: Because you could get those little tweezers. Yeah. It would use that little set of tweezers. And like it was so cool. You wouldn't just like click the guy and move them. But like the little tweezers would like pick them up. And then you could yeah. drop them wherever you wanted yeah. to. So I like <laughs> raised
1: this plot of land so this guy couldn't get out. And I included like a drink stand with free drinks and a bathroom <laughs> that cost $30. <laughs> Just to see how long it would take for this guy to spend $30 to go to the bathroom. And you know what? It never happened. No? Well, he was no.
0: peeing in the corner of your cage.
1: No, he was very, very angry. Like, you could <laughs> see, like, I love when you click on them and you could see, like, their level of contentment. Yes. So every now and then you just see somebody who's, like, white hot rage. And yeah. it's like, dude, you're in an amusement park right now. I- what are you so <laughs> pissed about? And it's always like, uh that the like scream of death coaster looks too intense for me and it's always like oh, <coughs> I'm sorry
0: he's getting angry he's okay. getting his face is getting red he's turning into the guy <laughs> I'm no. turning into the guy <laughs> <laughs> So often,
1: like most of the time, like when you build a roller coaster, like, yeah, they have the ones you can choose from. Yeah. And like maybe right off the bat, you'll pick one of those just because they're cheap.
0: Yeah, that was always my first plan. But for
1: the most part, the fun part about this game was building a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. And I would always want to, I would always try to build a roller coaster I would want to ride. And then it would come back and it would be like, yeah, this, the intensity on this is severe.
0: It's the but that was the best because you're right like it's so I did this and then nobody would ride this thing that you spent thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars on it was it was funny because like I I don't ride roller coasters in real life like I'm terrified of heights I get really? sick yeah I don't do it. no not at all. But uh, but same thing, building them. It was like, let's see just how intense I can make this roller coaster. And then uh, it was the same thing. Nobody would ride it. And that was one of the best things was being able to click on people and seeing, like, how much fun they're having. And, like, you never click on someone that's having a good time. You always click on the angry people to see what they're angry about. And, yeah, stuff like, oh, this ride's too insane or, like, Oh, that's a rip-off. I'm not paying that much for yeah. the bathroom. I've been <laughs>
1: waiting in line for ages. Yeah. It's like, well...
0: Have you ever been to an amusement park? That's part of the experience.
1: I love how we're bitching about hypothetical people <laughs> inside <laughs> a Ima- simulator. Imagine
0: how a real amusement park owner must feel. Because they're just getting these real complaints They're getting from
1: real complaints. And we're like, why are these robots? Yeah, <laughs> you little shits.
0: I'll it pick can- all of you up and drop you all into Mark's cage of pee. <laughs> <laughs> you just live in there. Because that was one of my favorite things was being able to just I used to like just pick people up and drop them off in the middle of like nowhere. Like, because you get this huge plot of land, and there's no way that, like, it takes you forever to build all the way out to it, unless you try to right away, which I never did, because I was always so concerned with, like, compacting everything to try to maximize. It's
1: like you get to the empty space when you get to the empty space. Yeah,
0: yeah, no rush. So I used to pick a guy up and just go drop him over there in the corner, and then go back to work. Eventually, he'd, like, find his way back over and be angry. And I was (laughs) like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Uh, But that was one of the cool things about it, was being able to click on people and seeing what they like or what they didn't like and uh, or see their feedback on rides and things like that because yeah they'd say that a ride is too extreme or too boring or fucking or like whatever.
1: ever raise the ground right in front of the exit so nobody can get out and then you close <laughs> the park
0: no just so
1: everybody's trying to get out at the same time <laughs> and they can. Uh, no i never did that <laughs> but i <laughs> You're a terrible businessman I I don't want to go to your park
0: at all Well and then
1: on the other side There'd be like if you left the park open There'd be people that are paying to get in And now they can't get in (laughs) No I never did any of that That's
0: funny I used to like when it would rain Because remember, you could sell people umbrellas? Yeah, and then you just jack up the price of umbrellas. Oh, fuck yeah. Jack an umbrella up to like 20 bucks. And then just watch everyone be angry, but watch everyone shell out for these umbrellas. And you just like... It's funny because like we live in Edmonton. And so I always make fun of Daryl Cates for owning this shitty hockey team, the Oilers. And just making like Every year, Oilers ticket prices go up. And it's like 20 bucks to get a hot dog and a drink at a fucking Oilers game. But I I did the exact same thing just with my amusement park. Yeah. Where it wasn't even that good of an amusement park. And I was just charging out the ass to anyone. Like, once you got in, you were... Fucked, but uh, so I get, I get. Maybe kate's is like a real life. <laughs> He's a real life roller coaster tycooner, and he just sits up there reading people's thoughts and laughing and dropping people into his pee box and shit like that. <laughs> so, and like that was one of the cool things about that game too was there was so much customization. Like it wasn't just that you built rides, but like the sheer amount of detail when it came to. I mean, the roller coasters were a thing on their own. How you could do anything to a roller coaster, yeah. anything. Um, but the way you could lift land and lower land, and you could make like I, I remember like tunnels. Yeah, I used to in my really big park. I built there was the food court was up on bridges. Uh, with roller coasters looping around the bridges. Oh, that's cool. So you'd be in the food court eating your food with the roller coaster going around you.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and
0: I thought it was like, and then my brother pointed out that like in theory people would be puking off the roller coaster onto the people in the food, and I was like, yeah, maybe, but that's what they get for being in the food court. So, but like the, the yeah, are you you could build like uh, like water rides and monorails and things like that, like to get around, and you could fucking make those go through the through the roller coasters or down underground. Yeah. Or, it was really, like, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure other games like this existed. Again, we're both PC illiterate, but... Uh, like, I, there's
1: uh, a, like, I've never really heard of, like, any, like, amusement park simulation games before this one. No,
0: and, like, and the sheer level of customization in it and things you could do like I said like it wasn't just like you. so you could tweak the land you could raise land lower land you could do all that stuff but not only that but like with each individual ride even if you didn't design the ride like as a roller coaster you could design itself but even if yeah. you didn't design the ride you could go in and change the colors of a of anything like a merry-go-round you could change like, house. The,
1: like the entrance yeah like theming
0: yeah 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 you could change the music it played you could name the rides you could decide how much it charges to get on the rides and get off the rides and I always prefer
1: to like just like have the price of the. and it's funny actually playing roller coaster type now and like everything is kind of set in like 1995 dollars yeah we're like an on-ride picture is like 350 and people are like what a ripoff Yeah, now yeah. we're just like <laughs> the fuck it's like, are you complaining it's about like 50 bucks to get one yeah. now somewhere
0: um and i really liked how like and i'm sure you did this too like you had to build uh the 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 queue lines to get up to the ride yeah and so like the longer you built it the more people would get on your ride But the more people would whine and complain because the line was too big. Yeah. Because they wouldn't line up once that, like, if you built it two spaces, that was all the people you could get in line because they wouldn't line up outside of the, the, the queue. Yeah. So, like, I would build it like back and forth, like a. Oh, giant... I totally would too. And then my right. friend
1: Dave, Devin saw that I did that and he was appalled. He was like, What do you do? You make the lines short as possible so people don't bitch. And it's like, Yeah, but like. Then you don't make it But look, look how popular my ride is.
0: Exactly. When I build a roller coaster this good, you'll wait in fucking line. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me. When you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you become your own soulmate whether you're looking for one or not visit betterhelp.com slash remember the game today to get 10% off your first month that's BetterHelp, help h-e-l-p.com slash remember the game so and then and then the best is when you build the roller coaster you could sample run it because you had to like yeah. to test it and when it would crash like if you designed it no well like or no well uh like my english speaking like up a giant hill and then it would shoot straight down and then turn hard to the left and the fucking carts would just crash off the dude end. i
1: love doing that
0: right and you were just like okay so then you literally would add one more space of track and then the turn and you were like okay how quickly can i add like how how quickly can i make this turn where nobody will die but you want to there's it.
1: so much like trying to like go back and tweak your coaster like trying to like Holy shit, how do I make this work
0: yeah, now? Yeah. And the carts could get stuck, like if yeah. you fucking didn't yeah. But it, it would have been funnier if you could just send people on it, but I get but I get why you had to test it first. <laughs> but then did you ever see did you ever have any rides crash and kill people?
1: Yeah, have you ever done it on like had rides crash and kill people on purpose? <laughs> no, there's but I one. believe you with no, your okay. fucking
0: park of horrors. No,
1: no, it's it's a thing. I think I, I there's I'm totally not the only person that's done this. There was one coaster that was like it was like an unfinished track, and it was supposed to be that way because the the coaster was supposed to go like up around the loop and then up this slope and then back down and around the loop. Oh. So it was supposed to like but it what you could do boomerang kind of. Like, yeah, you yeah. could like set the speed so high that the thing just <laughs> flies off the tracks, <laughs> and I would do it all the time. To- like. Every night, like, I would do it all the time, just like, oh, nobody's died in a while. All right, just (laughs) increase (laughs) the speed of that.
0: And it's the best, because people die, and then, like, literally, people don't even leave the park. People, no.
1: Like, like, people are just like... The park doesn't even close. People just look and be like, I'm not riding that. That doesn't look safe.
0: we'll go to another ride. Forget this. But it was like, (laughs) at, like, Disneyland, if a fucking ride crashed and killed three people, it'd be like, okay, everyone out of the park, please. We gotta clean this up. In this game, it's like the janitor goes over to sweep. Actually, <laughs> little... I, I don't know if
1: Disneyland would though like cuz I know I think Disneyland's only been closed twice. Yeah, you're probably right. They're... Once was 9/11. Hmm. I don't remember what the other day was, but like Disneyland does not close very yeah, often. Yeah, you're
0: right. They just close the ride for 20 minutes so they clean up and they're like, "All right. They'll
1: like clean this kid's head off yeah. of the Roger Rabbit." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Dude.
0: I want to go to Disneyland. Um, I
1: do, actually. I always want to go to Disneyland. It's my
0: favorite place on the planet. Dude, right? Yeah, yeah. It's
1: like it actually is the happiest re- place on earth. Yeah,
0: it really is. We went there three or four years ago, and I, like, borderline had to convince Shay. She wasn't that interested because we're both adults. And I was like, no, I'm telling Like, I've never been. Dude, and that's the weird I've thing. I've always like- wanted to go.
1: I've uh, like as an adult. I've always obviously I've always uh, always dated other adult people. Sure, and I'm always like, we should go to the like should go to Disneyland, and they're always like, dude, you're 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 thirty, Mark. It literally is
0: a vacation from adulthood. Like it's yeah. a fun, it's so but, uh, awesome. On
1: this, at the same time though, it's not for kids. Like you'd think Disneyland totally for kids. Kids do not understand disneyland
0: no, no like i don't.
1: went last time i went actually last time i went i went to disney world back in like 2012 or something with my brother yeah and just like everywhere we looked were just these spoiled crying kids. Oh, sure there is. Being yeah. pissy about like, why isn't there cheese on this burger? Yeah, yeah. Being like, fuck you, yeah, do you know you. how much it costs to come
0: here? Imagine if you had gone to Mark's amusement park, what he yeah. would have fucking done to you. <laughs> <I would've, laughs> and he dropped you into the pea cage. <laughs> the pea cage. And then when he finally opened an exit to the pea cage, he'd put a hill in front of it so you couldn't <laughs> get out. <laughs> and then he'd hire three security guys to come and give you shit for not leaving his park. The Mark fucking temple of doom. I never
1: fired employees. There was always a lake. Oh, yeah. Whenever yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm spending too much on employees. I'd be like, well, I could just drown a bunch
0: yeah. of them. Yeah, I just... Th- <laughs> I can't afford to fire these people. Uh, I can't afford this severance. Because that was one <laughs> of the things, too, is you could hire... You know, I think it was only because you could hire the entertainers Yeah. that you basically just had to use in the lines to ride so people would bitch. Uh, the cops, because otherwise people would destroy your park the janitors to just go around I, I remember them doing really sweeping up puke yeah
1: that was and i would just always hire another janitor anytime i saw somewhere where there was a lot of
0: puke right but it was the most satisfying thing for some reason to watch these little tiny janitors come up to these like yellow little blotches on the map and just like f- 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 and then the, the puke would disappear yeah and for some reason i could sit there and watch that and just be like yeah that's nice Do, like yes, it was so a, satisfying there's to watch.
1: something weirdly content like extremely satisfying it's like watching a sunset a little bit yeah just like if you sit back and you watch the workings of your park
0: yeah it really is man if especially if you like if you build a new ride that's really extreme there's gonna be a ton of puke outside of it yeah so you got to build a bunch of garbage cans because i used to build lots of garbage cans outside it would be like every space like a fucking hall of garbage cans outside. See, it of those was me
1: for any space, it uh, went back between benches and garbage cans, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, I put some yeah. and next to too. like
1: really intense rides, I always had a bathroom.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. But and then you'd still see like, but when you first build it, if you forgot to do that shit, you'd see like this is mound of like these like little like like chicken pox of like these little spots of pukes. Then you go and get one of the janitors or hire one or whatever and drop them right there. And then you could just it was just mm, to just watch them sweep up these piles. It was extremely satisfying. It was, and I was like, yeah, goddamn, I have a good park. Look at look at fucking. eduardo cleaning up this puke
1: like you actually felt like a roller coaster tycoon, tycoon. yeah
0: you did it was making like 20 grand a year <laughs> like making like making less than i make as a fucking
1: the money in that game never made sense because it was always like yeah like as i mentioned earlier it was like it was like 350 for a ride picture what mm-hmm. the fuck mm-hmm. but then also it was like it was like a hundred thousand dollars to build a roller coaster, and it's yeah. like, w-
0: no. But what was rad about it, and one of the things I actually enjoyed about it the most it was, was like, is it, it could be very simple if you wanted to. It could mm-hmm. just be. Just drop ride like you said, there were pre-built roller coasters. You just drop in rides and fucking and you're done. Mm-hmm. But if you got into detail, like not only could you design your own roller coasters and and monorails and log plumes and shit, but like you could decide the pricing on everything, you could design the names of everything, what like the colors of everything. And then there was the money you had to invest in research, like what do I want to get next? Like, do I want another store or do I want a fucking chill ride or roller coaster or whatever? And you could also spend money on advertising and stuff to get more people in like it was it was there was a lot of levels of depth to it if you mm-hmm. wanted to use them but you weren't obligated like you kind of got out what you put in do you know what i mean yeah and i thought that was really really cool because i and it's funny because i often find games with really high levels of customization almost overbearing like too much and i didn't find that at all with this one like i was just so enjoying what i was doing
1: oh it was it's just one of those it's one of those experiences where like you're playing roller coaster tycoon and you just feel like most games there's a level of drama, there's a level of intensity. There's just this overwhelming calm anytime yeah. you're playing roller coaster tycoon. Yeah.
0: And it's very like I just like we were saying earlier with Dino Park and then with SimCity and then this. Um like after this, cause like I really played a lot of hours of Roller Coaster Tycoon, bought the expansions and everything. I thought it was oh, absolutely. awesome. Absolutely, yeah. And then I was like, man, maybe this is like my genre. Like this is one of my go-to genres but most of the other games like like and i don't i know there are a lot like roller coaster tycoon but any kind of like like um like tropico or any of the new sim cities or anything that's kind of simulationy i I just can't like i can't get into the sims no me neither i tried to
1: play the sims i couldn't get into it
0: and i don't know what it was about roller coaster tycoon i i love the graphic style like it was cute like it was comfortable do you know what i mean it was Mm -hmm. it was just it was a very uh it was very satisfying i don't know what it was about it i don't know i don't know what it was that just crabbed me but it was i knew when, when i sent you the list of games and you saw it you were like fuck yeah roller coaster time. yeah absolutely. there's just something about it you know because
1: it's one of those games like i remember again i was 12 years old i was living in sherwood park when i first picked this game up and just like spent like more hours than my parents definitely were comfortable with playing yeah. this game yeah
0: and it's a like i, I again i, I don't want to speak out of turn when it comes to pc because i don't know like when i think of pc video games i think of like like, doom, you know, like, yeah. I mean, like, because I'm I, I, I played a couple of games in the 90s, and that was it, right? But this is the game I think of first is Roller Coaster Tycoon.
1: I mean, but like, PC gaming has gone like way past that, of course, it has. I guess, like, I don't know. I'm now not... we
0: have all those, you fucking arrogant PC master race cockheads that fucking <laughs> talk down to the console gamers. Go fuck yourselves, you fucking arrogant, <laughs> but please keep listening to the podcast. Um, <laughs> no, it's great, man, and like, I know they've made more. There was one that came out a little while ago. I can't remember if it was Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 or 4. I want to say 4.
1: I think the fourth one, like the third one, like the third one was more 3D and like you could like test your rides. Right. Yourself. Right. And that was like the big gimmick to that one.
0: There was one that came out not long ago that just got destroyed by people.
1: Oh really? People didn't like. I don't
0: know if it was a pay-as-you-go or if it was broken or what, but it got like the touch one. People didn't like. No, not not at all. Like the touch. No, not not at all. Like I say, I have it on my phone and my iPad. Uh, I got it on my
1: iPad, saw what it was, and was like, "Oh fuck this!" Yeah, it's
0: no, it's not the same. But I'm really hoping that the one they're releasing for Switch is just the straight up like give us just the roller coaster tycoon games just port, like the old just school us, ones. yeah old school even
1: if they did it like an ultimate version like yeah they yeah. have
0: like all of the scenarios absolutely. and all of the i would legitimately pay full price for that like i would pay like i would pay like a 60 dollar price yeah. tag for that oh easily. absolutely I, I bought don't,
1: i don't think it is i think it's like 30 bucks or something which like is that, awesome but,
0: i bought it for my original xbox and it was pretty rad or maybe it was xbox 360 but it was pretty cool to play on that like it was with the controller and everything uh that worked the original games. Oh, but I've
1: never played that on a console before. It was
0: cool, man. Yeah, it was a little tricky with the controller, like just getting used to because I was used to the mouse, you know, mm-hmm. but it worked. It was cool. It was, uh... and they've tried other versions. Like I remember my PlayStation, I had, sim theme park i think or theme park or something like that it was just like a really shitty version like of it was a knock of it yeah and you could see of it was course. just someone trying to like it was just a company trying to cash in on the
1: and i think it was like yeah sim theme park or something yeah
0: like that. and i played it and played it but i was like this sucks like and this then there were the games same.
1: just called like theme park builder or something mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I think people have tried them all now, but like,
1: but roller coaster
0: tycoon—that's classic Coke right there. It's the best. It's it's like it was the original and is the best one. You know, yeah. like it's. Um... I don't know. I guess if you're listening to this and like, I'm serious, like, if you, I don't know when this is going to go live. It probably won't be until the new year, but like, if there's a game out there that you would recommend that's like this, like, I'd, that's not one of your fucking PC games. (laughs) Uh, Please. Except for this is a PC game. Yeah, but not one of you. Yeah, but I don't have a good (sighs) PC. I mean, like, a MacBook. If I could play it on a cheap MacBook, sure. But like, just, just any of those games. Like, I'm interested, you know, because I, I really feel like the genre is cool. And then most of them I just get bored of really quickly and walk away from, you know, and I don't know what if it's too deep and overwhelming or if it's just not the same. There's just, something about sim theme park or I think not a theme park roller coaster they just grab just, you
1: i think it's just like the taiku games were so like they were just so streamlined and so like yeah. incredibly like they didn't again didn't try to like ramp up the drama or anything they were just like here's kind of an overall goal go
0: have a lovely time yeah they were perfect sound was great like it felt like you were at a theme park playing it and yeah. i was like when you got closer to a ride or something you could hear more and then you, you could, could hear quieter like, as you got away and you could hear like the clack of the like chains yeah and you hear people screaming as it was ah good times man what a good That's game a great game uh okay well we're gonna wrap this up because we have another one and we are, we're on a tight schedule tonight uh mark what would you give roller coaster tycoon on a scale of one to ten Oh, i just hit the table man.
1: <laughs> i'd say
0: a 9.8 wow okay yeah okay i don't
1: see a lot of things that can be improved here
0: yeah all right uh i'll go with like a 9.2 but like yeah it's a nine easily over a nine it's a really good game if you haven't played it be very careful about which one you buy but try it just don't pick one of the shitty versions do you roller coaster
1: tycoon i feel like is the ultimate yeah is that's the ultimate one the originator yeah i actually i never really played the third one but like the second one is the cl- like the first and second. Those
0: are like the classic. Play them, and if you've listened to this, you played them. Yeah. Fuck off, <laughs> and uh, and if you know where to get Dino Park Tycoon, tell me. I'll pay. Oh my you. god, yes, please. Dino Park Tycoon. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, buddy. No problem. And that's gonna do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, Mark. You, th- Mark. You. Mark McHugh. Mark, thank you. There we go. Mark, thank McHugh for coming over and talking Roller Coaster Tycoon with me. Uh, PC Master Racers, I hope you enjoyed that because I have no idea when we'll be talking about one of your games again uh But thanks for listening, you guys. Like I said off the top, we've got some great episodes coming up, and keep your eyes peeled for the bonus episode. I believe we're going to drop it Friday. Or my nephew Ben and I talk about the generational gap kind of between gamers, and we look at Fortnite and we look at Smash Ultimate. Uh, I love talking to Ben. I'm pretty excited to get this episode up. Thank you guys for listening and downloading and telling all your friends. And uh, I just I say it every week. I say it numerous times, probably too much but I can't express how much I appreciate the support that this podcast is getting. So thanks guys. I really do sincerely appreciate all of you. Uh, I'm done kissing your asses. Now I'm going to shut up and get out of here. I will be back on Friday with a bonus episode of remember the game. Take it easy. You guys stay warm. It's freezing outside. Go play some video games and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.